before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. This is Stacey St. John and OMG. I am so excited to be here with you today. Now, before we dive into this awesome conversation, I want to share a quote with you that I recently saw that resonated with me. And it says, the success of every woman should be the inspiration to another. We should raise each other up. Make sure you're very courageous, be strong, be extremely kind, and above all, be humble. Isn't that such great advice? I love that in so many ways. And those beautiful words were said by the one and only Serena Williams. Now, in today's episode, we are diving in and talking all things tech with strhub.com founder Christiane Crump and Ladies, we are going to have such a fun conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's go ahead without further ado and dive in to my conversation with Christiane. I am so darned excited to have this conversation today. We're going to talk all about technology and my friends, it's going to be awesome. But first, before we dive in, let me have you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. So glad to be here. This is my favorite thing to talk about, short-term rentals and short-term rental technology. And so, yeah, really great to be here. So my name is Christiane Crump. I, like so many other people, found myself in this industry after having done other things prior. I know that was the case for you as well. So I was classic in that sense. I actually have two degrees. I have a nursing degree and then also a zoology degree. I know, crazy. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. A nursing and a zoology degree. Now, I really need to know about this very quickly. Talk to us about how this played out. Did you want to nurse animals at the zoo? Like how, what, what made you get those two degrees? I know that sounds crazy. So zoology, not in the sense of like lions and tigers and bears. (laughs) Zoology is in like the human animal. So after I received that first nursing degree and spent a few years calling the doctors and, you know, taking the orders, I decided I was good enough and smart enough. And I was going to become a, either a physician or a dentist myself. And so uh, the university that I attended at the time did not have a pre-med, pre-dent program. And so you just had to choose a science heavy major. And in that case, it was zoology. So I was taking, you know, inorganic, organic chemistry, genetics, 
high level math, all those different things so that I could knock out all the prerequisites to go to medical school or dental school, which I did. I completely completed that degree. So I officially do have that undergrad as a zoology major. Who knew? Okay. So I feel like this could be a whole other episode <laughs> in and of itself, because I want to know what you did after you got that degree. But for our listeners, they might start going, all right, we're supposed to be talking about short-term rentals here. Let's get back to business. So yeah, talk to me, how did you get into the short-term rental space? Yeah, absolutely. So I will say as a result of the education that I was obtaining for myself, the ratio of guys to girls was super skewed to guys. So I found myself in classes with hundreds of different guys and studying with groups of guys because everybody was getting ready to go to medical school or dental school or whatever. And I had a chance to meet an amazing guy and got ma I married him. And so he is a successful professional dentist and has been practicing since 2006. And as a result of those years and his hard work, we found ourselves in a situation where our accountant said, you know, hey, you guys really need a way to reduce your tax burden annually. And so he began talking to us about the advantages of investing in real estate. And that was really what put us in this field. And my husband, still very busy, practicing dentistry and running his business, knew he didn't have the bandwidth to be running our short-term rental business. And so that became um, an opportunity for me to step up and to get involved. And so I immediately just began learning as much as I could, tuning into fabulous podcasts and, and getting educated. And that just journey of learning and growing. And, you know, at this point we have, we own and I self-manage our luxury high-end portfolio. It's about four to four and a half million dollars of real estate, depending on <laughs> any given day and how, you know, depending on what day it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> depending on how people will appraise. I used to say a $4 million portfolio, but ne our next door neighbor at one of our properties just sold their house. Even in this crazy market and high interest rates, they sold their house in two days for almost 400 over asking. So now I guess I can officially say it's a $4.5 million uh, real estate <laughs> portfolio because if you invest in the right locations, regardless of the market, your portfolio is going to continue to do well. So anyways, but I found myself running this business and really wanting to be a very professional host and give my guests an amazing experience and run a tight ship on the front end and the back end. And mm -hmm. The journey of that and the work of that is what snowballed and led me to what I'm doing in addition to all of that, which is my work with STR Hub. Well, okay. First of all, now this story explains why your teeth are so beautiful. Okay. So <laughs> kudos to your husband. He's clearly an awesome dentist. And number two, talk to us a little bit about STR Hub and what that journey has been like for you. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, coming into the space completely, like I literally knew nothing on day one, nothing. And having to kind of build my systems and operations from the ground up, I found that even with all the podcasts and all of the, the education that I was actively and aggressively seeking, I still did not feel confident when it came to setting up my systems and operations. And a lot of the decisions that I made in that first, you know, four to eight months, maybe was strictly based on all the stuff I heard other people doing and saying. And it wasn't until I had my first properties live and I could breathe, you know, because that's a huge undertaking, we all know, mm -hmm. that I began looking around and second guessing 
whether the things that I had chosen and the systems that I had put into place were actually going to be the best fit for me over the long run. And as we began to contemplate what our long-term goals were with these holdings that we had acquired. And so I, it really began a personal journey. And maybe it's my background with you know science and I'm, I'm totally a nerd, straight up, I'll embrace it. I really was not satisfied until I felt like I had gotten educated myself. And so I started doing a ton of research and I could see so many people asking the same questions over and over and over in you know Facebook groups like yours or any number of other ones where people were struggling to feel confident in knowing what solutions would be a good fit for their business. And as this library of my own personal research began to grow and grow, I really was eager and hungry to help all these people. And so I, here I am in a Facebook group and I'm like, okay, you're asking about this. I'm like typing this huge message and then hitting post and, and the comments going out. And I'm like, I'm so glad I was able to help Cheryl or Susan or whoever. And then like 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, all of that work, all of that effort that I put into sharing this valuable information that I had was like gone. It was mm -hmm. gone in the feed 30 other people had posted and it was not going to provide any more value to anyone anymore. And that seemed crazy that we were all doing this over and over and over. And so I wanted to create a place where I could aggregate all of that information and it would be there perpetually in a helpful, meaningful way. And so that really led to the thought that I, I need to start a website. I need to put this information out there and make it helpful for people. And so as I mold that over and thought about what that might look like, I really wanted to provide as comprehensive a resource as possible. So STR Hub aggregates information about not only a ton of the technology in our space, but then we're also growing this directory where people who are interior designers or accountants or lenders or bookkeepers or photographers, any of these people can get their information put on our website and then we can help people find them mm -hmm. because who wants to spend a month of Sundays scrounging around and asking 50 people if they know a good accountant? <laughs> like, wouldn't it be great if you could just go yeah. one place and right there, bang, there's a whole, a whole variety of resources. So that's really been the work that I have been working on and continue to engage in. It's a, it's a ridiculously large undertaking and a lot of people kind of spoke negativity into my ear in the sense that, that, you know, why are you doing this? You know, you'll never make any money at it, blah, 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 blah. And I, that wasn't what was driving me. I still haven't monetized my, my website or the work that I'm doing. I am here to serve. I mm -hmm. am here to benefit and to help people. And in my heart and like the abundance mentality that I hold, I believe that if I can provide enough service and value, then eventually that will come full circle and people will help support the website and the work that we're doing. And, you know, I'm content to just move forward with that at this place for us. I love that. Are you a business owner or manager aiming to scale your property portfolio? Well, we have got something exciting for you. Our friends over at Hostfully put together this brand new free ebook on that very topic. Hostfully is the go-to software that managers and business owners use to run their operations. So what does this have to do with your growth? 
Well, Hostfully sees how some of the fastest growing short-term rental operators succeed and over the last year have been compiling and distilling these strategies into actionable insights that anyone can implement. So whether you're currently managing a single property or a few, and if you want to scale, Hostfully's free ebook is tailored to your journey. I can't believe they lay it all out like this. Honestly, this is a resource I wish I would have had when I started my STR journey a few years back. So if you're ready to take your property management game to the next level, head over to www.hostfully.com slash sisterhood and download their ebook today. It is totally free. And on top of that, they're offering STR Sisterhood listeners a sweet deal on some of their software to help supercharge your growth. Don't miss out, my friends. Get the ebook and nab the deal while it's live by going to www.hostfully.com slash sisterhood. You know, having an abundance mindset and uh I, I call it a pay it forward first mentality where, you know, when you do put yourself out there to help other people, candidly, it doesn't matter what you get in return because what you get in return is a warm heart and, you know, the ability to go to bed at night and go, I feel really good about what I did today. Yeah. And that is worth its weight in gold. Not that, you know, making a living isn't isn't important, but I think it's so fabulous that you are just dedicating your resources. You have the ability to do so. And I think it's fabulous. So congratulations on that. Thank you. So I want to talk with you a little bit about some of your research and some of the trends uh, that you're seeing these days in technology. What would you say the most exciting trends you're seeing uh, currently are and and why you're excited about them. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as I watch, particularly the technology side of the industry, we've seen a ton of companies come online with fantastic products. Uh, many of them are backed by millions of dollars of uh, venture capital. There's some that are new and kind of bootstrapped, and they're really coming to market with you know, offerings that are important because they do see pain points that we still have as operators in the industry. But I would see, I would say that some of the trends that we're seeing is, you know, companies who may be launched with one core service are beginning to expand the feature set that their company offers. And that's an exciting trend to watch unfold for a couple of reasons. One of which is that in the efforts that we make to be successful, we know we need all these different tools backing us up. And so you may end up with subscriptions to four, five, six, seven plus services in order to really round out your quote, quote, tech stack and make sure you're kind of checking off all the boxes and per, you know providing that top-notch professional level service but it can get very expensive mm -hmm. and it can be hard. Just even the time lag jumping from, you know, platform to platform to platform, you've got to, you know, log into this one and then log into that one and log into that one. And you've got six apps on your phone. And so, and this is no mystery, right? All these companies know that this is a pain point for their users. And they know that one of the ways, because 
I mean, to be frank, there's a ton of really great options out there. And so even if we were, say we were picking digital guest guides, you know, Touch Day is great, but there's a lot of other companies that are great too. So, you know, as we see these companies wanting to stand out and differentiate in the market, one of the ways that they're doing that is by enriching their feature set and expanding the number of ways that they can help us, whether that's beginning to incorporate a messaging feature or, you know, expanding to, I don't know, there's there's any number of them. I could go completely down right. the rabbit hole on that. But that is one trend that I'm seeing. And what that means is that over time and as companies continue to move forward in that, that it will eventually lead people to be able to consolidate their tech stack. And so there won't necessarily be need to be quite as many services that you utilize. You maybe have just three or four core services that you provide. Mm -hmm. And that even goes down to the property management software level. We see property management software companies aggressively innovating and expanding you know, the baked in services and features of their platform so that guests are, you know, hosts and property managers are more compelled to, to utilize them because they get more for that monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. Do you ever see, you know, a time down the road where you might have a PMS and a dynamic pricing tool and a digital welcome guide all somehow collaborating into one unified company or potentially being gobbled up by a larger entity. I'm curious if if you envision that in the future. I mean, it's definitely a possibility, right? Especially when companies get venture funding that's like north of $100 million, you can do a heck of a lot with a hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. And I think we saw some of that with like Guesty after they got a lot of funding, they made some acquisitions. There's other companies like Hostaway who's just received a ton of funding. And, but then there's, a, well, and here's another thing that I think is kind of a different angle, but important aspect of the, a similar conversation. We're seeing in the technology space, companies white labeling each other's services and bringing them under the umbrella of a front facing company. So there's actually a variety of companies that say, you know, hey, we offer guest screening and, you know, guest damage coverage and stuff like that. There's a possibility that instead of completely building that as a native solution on their platform, what it actually is, is they've white labeled the services of another partner and they have a backend API integration. So they're either able to offer that service, but it's actually like you're you're sending your monthly subscription to company X, but you're actually in in reality receiving the service of company X, but also Y and Z. You know, it's right. kind of all together. And so, but then, you know, I think that we are seeing companies like Breezeway started just as cleaning of property care. Now they do messaging. Now they have their own guest guide. You know, all these different things. That's that's kind of it's it's snowballing and it's expanding. So. Yeah. It is not outside of the realm of possibility where a lot of those things can bundle. We can even look at hostfully. They're an amazing standalone PMS, but they also have a digital guest guide. And, you know, that that is a trend that we're beginning to see and it will be interesting to watch. Speaking of Hostfully, they are actually a sponsor of our podcast. So huge shout out to Margot and her entire team. They offer an amazing, amazing solution. So if you haven't checked out Hostfully, you certainly should. I'm curious from your perspective, when you think about categories of technology that are essential for a host to have, 
How would you describe those? What categories do you feel like are most critical? Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be a unique conversation based on who I was having the conversation with. Someone who was kind of a hobby host, maybe they've got grandma's, you know, beach house that's been in the family since the 70s. And they're just, you know, helping the family out by getting it on Airbnb or whatever. Their needs are probably going to be less than someone who's actually like we were in a situation where we actually were investing in properties as a an investment and as a retirement vehicle that would continue to provide revenue to us going into the retirement years. So the reason I'm running my business does have a financial component. I need my properties to be successful. So if I'm going to speak to that segment on the assumption that the people who are listening today are hoping to really maximize the productivity and professionalism of their business. I really do believe that distribution is a crucial part of being successful in today's atmosphere and kind of the dynamics that we find ourselves in now. As we were just at VRMA, I don't know if you had a chance to, but I sat on the lunch and learn session that was run by Key Data, and they were, you know, showing the data. And I've seen data from Airbnb that collaborates and um, kind of agrees with this in the sense that there is still a tremendous amount of inventory coming into our space. I think, off the top of my head, rough number, it was like a five hundred thousand new listings in like the last twelve to twenty four months. I don't have the exact statistic, but it's a lot. There's a lot of new properties coming on, and we see people getting nervous about fears of saturation. And so, in order to be successful in an increasingly competitive and increasingly professionalized market, it will, in my opinion, require hosts and property managers to operate on that top tier level. And yep. so, I mean, revenue management is a huge part of that. I don't think anyone would say that someone who's trying to be successful can really achieve their maximum revenue without some sort of a dynamic pricing tool. And there are lots of them. <laughs> Feel free to go to STR Hub where we've aggregated information about um, many of them and created a place where you can do side-by-side -side comparisons of features and pricing and whatnot. But you really do need to choose a dynamic pricing software. And then once you've made a choice, you need to take some time and set aside some time to really learn how to use it at a high level. Because understanding charts like your pacing graph, understanding, pulling out kind of some of the market information that you can get on where you're locally operating. Those types of things are critical. And the dance that you can, that you do between, you know, hey, I'm, I, I'm far enough out from my summer season that I can push my prices. I currently on one of our properties, I'm over 50% sold occupancy wise for next summer. And here it is, you know, the fall of 2023. I've increased my prices in that market 20%. That's crazy, right? Like you're not going to hear AirDNA and all these other companies talking about markets where you can increase your prices 20%. But I know my market regionally and I'm seeing what's already happening in my listings. I feel confident increasing my markets or my prices that high. And mm -hmm. part of that confidence is driven by dynamic pricing and knowing my hyper-local competition. So you have to have a dynamic pricing tool, in my opinion. Going to the distribution side, I believe that anyone who's really trying to manage a property successfully, even if you only have one property, one, if you want to maximize your revenue potential, you need a channel manager. And 
channel manager, AKA a property management system or software, because you need to expand between, uh, you need to not just have your property on one platform. You right. should not just be on Airbnb. You need to be on VRBO. You need to be on booking.com. I've received, I just received another, I granted, I have luxury properties, right? So I just received another $10,000 reservation through booking. That brings my annual amount of reservations in from booking at like $35,000. So if I hadn't taken the leap at the beginning of this year and got on booking, I could have just wiped $35,000 off of revenue off of my books. I came home from Verma and immediately put my properties on two more platforms that I learned about while I was at VRMA. Sorry, mm -hmm. I'm monologuing here. Stacy, jump in. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's really really uh, important to get your feedback and perspective and I I couldn't agree more. But think about the fact that these large platforms like Airbnb and Verbo and booking.com they are spending millions of dollars in advertising each and every year where you have the potential of benefiting from those platforms investments. I think it's also really important. I'm curious to get your perspective on this to not only rely on those platforms, but to also have a strategy to capitalize on direct bookings. Would you agree with that approach? A hundred percent. Absolutely. You, especially if you're new, it is very likely that the majority of your reservations are going to come through some sort of a booking platform, but you really have no excuse for that to still be the case three, four, five years in. At that point, you've had how many guests? If you're not still in touch with those guests and continuing that conversation and inviting them back to stay at your property, you need to have a look at your operations. And, you know, I feel like that creating a direct booking strategy, it, it took a while for me to be mm -hmm. ready to take that leap, to be ready to buy a domain, to set up a independent telephone number that's gonna ring when someone goes to my website and tries to contact me. Those are kind of, I would say, mid to advanced skills as far as operations and, and your individual property management. But you know, once the dust settles and you're ready to do that, you need to take a, a, a dive into that because it is crucial. And once you kind of get the ball rolling and bring in social media and all those other types of things, you can be getting, you know, native bookings coming to you that are completely apart from those booking platforms, which obviously that's the goal, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing I'll just mention too, is having an email marketing strategy around, you know, making sure that you are getting your guests email addresses and building out a content strategy to stay in touch with them, where you're not just throwing your property in their face every month, because who wants that? Ew. Uh, but really adding value and bringing value through your email marketing can be really, really beneficial and powerful when it comes to increasing those direct bookings. Now I'm monologuing, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about software selection because I do think that this is something that is difficult for folks because, and I always share with the students and and members of my mastermind program, how important it is to first and foremost, write out what you need and what you're looking for in a piece of technology. 
let's think about where you want to be in five years. Not just what are your needs now, but what do you anticipate your needs to be? I'm curious from your perspective, you know, once you have your needs outlined, I always advise people to look at demos of multiple pieces of software. How do you recommend people go through that software selection process and how, you know, from your perspective, can people get the most out of seeing a demo or, you know, being a part of a pitch? Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. You're 100% correct. You definitely do need to look at a, a handful of different choices. And, you know, not only are you looking for features, but does it seem intuitive? Does it seem like, you know, something that's going to work for you is on that level as well. But the advice to have people kind of take a, take a minute to pause and consider the needs of your business now and where they could go in the future, that's critical write that down. I'm going to I'm going to speak specifically about like selecting a property management software cuz that's I think one where people kind of get stuck sometimes. Mm -hmm. They get in like an analysis paralysis and they just can't pull the trigger. Yeah. So, I mean, on STR Hub, we've written a property management selection guide workbook. It's specifically a workbook instead of just it's something you read because we are taking people on that journey of, you know, identifying your needs. We've kind of written a bunch out. You can rate them, you know, one to five or one to 10. We spell out those different areas of features that you're going to run into. But then we also have this workbook that has sections where that you can take it with you on that demo call. You're sitting down, you're talking to them. You've got everything right there with you because when you launch into a demo, you're probably going to, you know, schedule an appointment with some sales rep. They're going to have blocked 20 or 30 minutes and they're going to be like, oh, I have a hard stop. I've got another appointment, you know, so and they're going to just launch into their spiel. They're going to show you all the things that they like to show off, the top features of whatever that platform is. And if you kind of don't know the things that you need to have covered, then there's a chance that the whole time will pass and you're not going to actually get the questions answered that you need. Often, and I've, I've done, I don't know, there's no place where there's like, you can keep a tally of how many demos you've done, but I venture to say that I've probably done more demos than almost anyone in the industry. I do them all of the time. Even though I know what tech I'm using, I'm still working on getting educated. So, you know, I'll specifically ask, do you have this report? Show me that report. How does this work for taxes? Show me the tax reporting stuff. I know that these are things that people need. Show me how the messaging works. You do SMS messaging. Where's that phone number coming from? Is that an additional fee? Like all these different things that if you're not really thinking about it, you may not get around to asking or even think of asking. So in that guide, we also have like almost a full page that's questions that can like prime the pump for you. Here's a whole list of questions that might be helpful for you. And maybe they'll jog other questions in your mind, jot them down. So when you have that time, you know, and if, if their allotment for that call comes and goes and you don't feel like you've had enough information, you know, say, Hey, let's continue this conversation. Happy to book another time. But Kind of one of the other things that we're trying to do is I also have a podcast just like you. And anytime I bring on a guest who, you know, it's it's the short-term rental solution show and it's specifically conversations with the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping the industry. And if I have a guest on that's a CEO of some sort of a platform, I always invite them to do bonus content with me. And so on our YouTube channel, we bring that on. And I actually do 
like let them take us through the platform and provide a tour of what they've built because people want that. And so I, I know that people want that. I know that they don't necessarily always want to have to sign up for a demo call right at square one. So that just provides another resource and another avenue where we can help people learn about these companies. And so often by the time they've done all this research, once they finally reach out to a company, we'll say hostfully since they're sponsoring this episode, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on that with you. When they finally reach out to hostfully or whatever company, they basically already know that it's going to be a good fit for them. And it, everything just goes really quickly and smoothly. There's just a couple more questions that need to be answered. And then they're off to the races and they can really feel good about the decision that they're making, know that they, knowing that they've been educated. I love that. Love it. So good. So good. All right. I want to also talk with you a little bit about technology that falls outside of our industry. So I, I've i got quite a few tools that I use in my own business. I'm curious about what additional tech tools you feel like are important for folks to have in their tech stack. Okay. So I feel... I'll just kind of talk about some of the ones that I use all the time. I couldn't live without Canva. <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same way. You're right. I could not live without Canva either. I pay for the premium Canva account. I know a lot of people, I, there's tons you can do on the free. So, but if you don't have Canva, I mean, make your listing photos amazing. Mm -hmm. You can do so much, make awesome graphics for your email make your social media. I mean, it's part of your direct booking strategy. You need to have amazing photos and amazing content. I'm all over Canva for any of that stuff. So it falls outside of what people would normally consider the typical SDR tech stack, but you need Canva or something similar to help you get that content out. And mm -hmm. particularly if you have a specific Facebook or social media identity for multiple properties, you might need a social media calendaring solution, Metricool, Later, like there's tons of them, but it will make your life so much easier. Mm -hmm. So I also love Asana. I use it all the time. Preach I know, it, right? Let's preach it. Preach it. Preach <laughs> I love it, Asana. Right? <laughs> so, and I mean, maybe you want to use Slack to coordinate with your team. And there's ways in which you can create solutions that are really customized and work for you. Uh, I am seeing more and more, it used to be rare, but there are more and more property management software companies that are having an integration with like Monday, Asana, Zapier, Zapier. Would someone mm -hmm. please tell me how you're supposed to actually say the name of that company? <laughs> I know. I call it Zaps, right? So right? like we, we talk about Zaps on my team, uh, but I call it Zapier. Okay. Oh, right? Maybe maybe someone could educate us both. Who knows? Let's just call it magic because it can do so many things. And it's basically, if I mean, for listeners who aren't familiar with Zapier, we're going to have a, an agreement there, right? <laughs> it basically is uh, a, middle, a middleware is basically what I would call it. It can take your property management software and then allow you to connect to Google Drive or Google Docs or Slack or any of these other things and create automations and triggers if this, then that. So there should be, I don't know, start a Facebook thread in your group, Stacey, that's like ideas for how to create zaps, you know, most useful <laughs> zap ever because I would love it if someone was aggregating that because then I could scroll through and be like, oh my gosh, that's totally genius. I need to do that. I love it. I'm going to have to create that post. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, I mean, that's just a few off the top of my head that yeah. are amazing. And once you have, once you're scaling and you need teams, then, then you are, you're looking at like telephone solutions. And mm -hmm. I mean, we could talk about banking and all these other things that fall out outside of the normal realm, but yeah, are really important. Absolutely. I'm curious from your vantage point, what do you feel like are a good strategy or sets of strategies for people to utilize who get the shiny object syndrome when it comes to tech? I mean, it's so common where someone, you know, has a technology solution and they they find out about something else and the grass is greener on the other side. You know, how do people avoid that shiny object syndrome from your perspective? That's actually the perfect question for me because I am a recovering shiny object syndrome <laughs> addict myself. That's part of my occupational hazard with STR Hub because I spend my day looking at all these different companies and they're innovating. They're doing incredible things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I totally, you know, I think I need that, you know? Yeah. So, but I have to like have the reality check of where I am in my business and what the true core needs are of my business. What are the genuine pain points that I have? And then stay focused on the solutions that I need to solve those particular problems. What, what are, what's kind of like, the top tier things that I need these one or two, three, one, two or three things done. For me, I, I send my guests a written rental, a rental agreement after mm -hmm. booking completely yeah. off the platforms. They get a rental agreement. I have it in my listing description. It was a really core feature for me. I needed to have a solution that could automate the sending of that rental agreement, let guests digitally sign it and archive it afterwards. Yep. That was a pain point. I went hunting for a solution that could solve that pain point. And I crossed a few things off the list because they couldn't. Mm -hmm. So if you're really, you know, intentional and honest, it can help whittle that down. And I have a handful of solutions where I'm like, you know what, when I get to this point, I already know I'm going to pull the trigger on this next thing. It's amazing. I love it. But if I'm honest with myself, it doesn't make sense right now for where I am in my business. I've actually onboarded with companies and I love what they do. But then a couple months later, I said, you know what? I, I'm going to cancel. Not mm -hmm. because I don't love what they're doing, not because I don't love their product, but I realized when I was like in the thick of it, that I don't have enough, you know, scale for mm -hmm. this solution mm -hmm. to currently mm -hmm. make sense. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's kind of the recovering shiny syndrome like dish there because that that's been my personal journey. I love that. And I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I think as a recovering perfectionist, I also could say I'm a recovering shiny object syndrome person because as a perfectionist, you always want to be your very best, right? You always want to be perfect. I mean, that's what a perfectionist is, right? So I, I, totally am aligned with being a recovering shiny object syndrome gal, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to move to what I like to call the lightning round. Okay. I'm going to ask you a few questions and I'm going to ask you to answer with the very first thing that comes to mind. First question is, where is your favorite place to vacation? Hawaii. Ooh. Do you have a favorite island? Kauai. I've never been to Kauai. Girl, 
gorgeous. <laughs> okay, well, we're planning on going next year. We're planning on a Hawaii trip where my husband and I are celebrating 30 years of marriage. And so we went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. So we're planning on an anniversary trip next year. So I'll tell him, Kauai, we need to make it happen. I love Kauai. Okay. Now, what's one place you've never been that you want to visit? Italy. Ooh. We have Italy on the 20, the summer of 2024. In fact, okay. I've been plotting and planning already. I love it. Is there a certain thing about Italy? Is it the cuisine? Is it the history? What attracts you to Italy? Kind of all of the above, but the reason we're doing it next year is that my oldest, it's the gap between his junior and senior year, and he has always had a fascination with Rome. And so we're going to be taking him to Rome, but then so I'm a mother of three boys and they're all teenagers now. And they also want to go up to Modena and check out the Ferrari and Ducati and all those other like exotic high-end yeah. car and motorcycle places. So we're, we're going to be swinging up to kind of Northern central Italy and um, spending a little time there too. That is awesome. So fun. All right. What is one thing you know now that you wished you knew when you were starting out in the world of short-term rentals? I underestimated how much work it was going to be. You know, I knew that I wanted to self-manage and I can remember I had a really close friend. Her name is Christine Duffley. I don't know if you know the Duffleys. They're amazing. Anyways, but I can remember calling her in tears when I was like right in that thick of it where you're bringing your very first property online. And I was like, Christine, I can't do this, blah, 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 <laughs> like having a little meltdown. And she was like, girl, you got this. You, you are going to, I know it's overwhelming. I know it's a lot. You can do this. And she was like that voice of positivity in my ear that helped me like breathe and just keep moving forward and taking that next step. And that was exactly what I needed. And so I guess... I didn't know that at the beginning. I didn't know when I was in that moment that it really was going to be okay. And yeah. that my guests were going to love it. And that, yeah. you know, I would, I didn't know the joy I would find in hosting and the hospitality portion of our business. And so if I could talk to the Christiane that was just beginning, I would be like, you're going to love this. It, I mean, it, it dovetailed perfectly on that nurturer side of me that brought me to nursing. And I, I love the friendships that I've made, whether it's you. And I feel like I have a whole network of women yeah. that inspire me and lift me. And I love that. And I, mm -hmm. if I could have poured all of that into myself and given myself this flash forward to where I am now, I don't think I would have needed to call Christine. I would have been just thrilled and excited and didn't care that I'd stayed up all night hanging TVs on the wall and whatever <laughs> else it was. I just be well, like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. The other thing too, that I think is so incredibly important for, for people to realize is the power of your network. Just like you made a phone call, having someone that you can lean on who's been there, done that, and can support you along the way, even if it's just sending a virtual hug, it is so incredibly helpful. And that's one of the reasons why I love my Facebook group. I love my mastermind community. I love the sisterhood because in every way we can support one another. And again, it comes back to us, you know, in, in droves. So, so cool. Absolutely. 
All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Not just STR related? Not just STR related. Okay. Best piece of advice I've ever... I don't know. I mean, I, what's, what's coming to my mind is this concept of you can do anything. You can do anything. I've done crazy things, even apart from signing up for a zoology major, <laughs> which sounds so crazy. I've done some crazy things that were so outside of my normal wheelhouse. And that really... I mean, going back to where I was with getting my properties online, we we actually own a home in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I flew out there, thought I would be there for two weeks. I ended up being there for like four. And one of the last things I was like, okay, I have to get this done before I can leave is that we had like a closet in the kitchen that was going to be the owner's closet. I needed to install a deadbolt on that closet. So it meant I had to go to the hardware store myself, buy the little drill hole thing that I put on the drill and, and like drilled through the door. And I'm thinking <laughs> if I mess this up, I'm going to have to buy a brand new door. I had to get the chisel set and like chisel out the notch in the door frame where that little plate, the striker plate can go and where the little deadbolt can slide in. I did that myself. Like that's crazy. I've installed, you know, smart thermostats all by myself. I've done all these crazy things. And so it's like, okay, I got this. I can, this. I can do this. And as long as I feel like as long as I keep that mentality, and I mean, that's what it was with STR Hub as well. It's like, yes, this is a certifiably crazy idea that I am doing. The reason it doesn't exist now is because nobody is crazy and stupid enough to do it. <laughs> but hey, I got this. I can do this. And yes, so I here I am. I just keep doing these audacious, crazy things because I have this little voice and someone put it in me that says, you can do this. You got this. I love that. I love that. And I think so often it's easy for women, especially to have limiting beliefs and to have a voice saying, no, you can't do this. No, you shouldn't do this. No, you're crazy for wanting to do this. And the more that we can kick those limiting beliefs to the curb and say, I can do anything I put my mind to. That is incredibly powerful. Love that. Okay, last question. What is one thing and or person that you're grateful for today? Can I be super cheesy here? Well, it's not you cheesy. totally can be cheesy. This is the Sisterhood Podcast. So we're mm -hmm. like, just like I'm just talking to my friends. I have a faith tradition, a faith, a faith belief. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm deeply centered in that. And so I, I'm going to give my Savior and Jesus Christ kind of the shout out because that is everything to me. And, you know, ultimately it's the power that keeps me going every day. And, you know, there are so many people who I feel bless and lift me and they're like his hands in my life. So mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I can shout out like one particular person, but I feel like that is really the, the light that keeps me going every single day. And so mm -hmm. I, in, in the purest sincerity of my heart, I really feel like that's, you know, the savior deserves that shout out. I love that. And I am also a fellow believer. And I just was talking a few weeks ago on a podcast episode about, and I'll be the first person to say as a Christian, sometimes I see Christians doing non-Christian like things and behaving not like what I would consider to be Christian like behavior. If I could just say one thing, if you don't have a relationship with God or Jesus, 
I would just encourage you to start talking to him. Just start praying. And your prayer doesn't have to be like, I have to be sitting at a table and bowing my head. Just start talking to God and telling him what you need. And I promise you, your life will change. It may not change overnight. It may not be, you know, where you have this loud response from God and, you know, you've got this magical moment that happens instantly. But I promise you, when you start to develop a relationship with the Lord, your life will change. At least mine has. So I love that you've you've given good old Jesus a shout out. I love it. Preach it, sister. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> Christian, this has been such a fabulous conversation. I just want to thank you again for being here. We will absolutely put a link to STR Hub in the show notes, but I just, I'm so, so grateful that you came on today. Thank you. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. I I loved it. I love the opportunity to visit with you. Now, before you go, I want to share with you that the doors to the Short-Term Rental Virtual Summit for Women 2024 are officially open, and I am so stinking excited. This summit is the third annual event of its kind, and it's going to be even more jam-packed with value and goodness than ever before. And that is really hard to imagine because the last two years have been absolutely amazing with the summit. Now, if you haven't been to the previous summits, I can guarantee you the short-term rental virtual summit for women is immersive, it's interactive, and it's unlike any other online event you've ever been to before. So go ahead and grab your tickets at strvirtualsummit.com and I cannot wait to see you there. Hey sister, thanks for listening to the podcast. I wanted to let you know about a free resource my team is providing, the STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session. If you're looking to take your STR business to the next level, or heck, even just get it started, this free one-on-one is something you won't want to miss. You'll discover new tools for your STR business and outline an action plan that will help you achieve your goals and reverse engineer your STR success. This session is your chance to get the help you need to succeed. Schedule your free STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session right now by visiting stacystjohn.com backslash success.